0: Hi, everybody. This is Kay. Welcome to Unbreakable. Today, our topic is depression, and I just want to put a trigger warning out there because we are going to touch on some pretty deep top- topics, um, and we don't want to hurt anybody, so listen with caution. Um, so, L, what is the description of depression?
1: Hi, everybody. It's So the description for depression that I thought fit the best was a depression is a mood disorder that causes persistent feelings of sadness and loss of interest. Also called major depression disorder or clinical depression. Don't get scared. It affects how you feel, think, and behave. And can usually lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems.
0: That's a pretty good description. <laughs> I thought so, too.
1: Yeah. Um, but again, do not, like, freak out if this is your first time. There's still help. So mm-hmm. as we proceed, just listen on.
0: So for me, um, I did have depression growing up.
1: What was your first
0: experience? Let's go there. Okay, so my first experience that I remember is standing at the top of the stairs. My mom was at the bottom of the stairs. She was leaving the house. I was crying and I was screaming. I I wish I was never born. I never asked to be born.
1: Oh my god, I'm so sad.
0: And thank you. And I spent a lot of time as a child in my room. Um, I was not happy. Very often, mm-hmm. so ahead, there was wait. there was something going on there, and I thought, you know, I thought it was basically my upbringing. I had a really rough upbringing, but mm-hmm. when I got older and I started getting sick, and my life completely changed mm-hmm. from you know i move i moved to florida to have this great life and i get down here and i'm happy and i'm getting fit and we're going to the beach and like we have this re- really cute house near the ocean and like everything's fabulous and then i get sick and everything changes so there was a while uh, before i went to see a doctor where Uh, we were just drinking a lot. I was dealing with my depression, uh, I guess, Mm self-medicating and just trying to get through the days that way, which was really bad because, you know, I was getting sick and it wasn't helping and becoming more and more depressed, starting to feel like, you know, it would be better if I was just not around. Mm -hmm. As I got closer to um, my diagnosis, I was trying to manage my depression in my own way. I, I did volunteer for hospice and started doing that and realizing that for me, doing something outside of myself always kind of helps me when I'm feeling really low. Like if I can just get outside of myself and think of somebody else and do something for them and see that their life is just as hard, you know, that kind of helped me. But then I got to the point where I didn't even want to do that. And I got really, really sick. I found out what it was and I thought of the burden that I was putting on my family. I thought of how my life was just going to be about doctor's appointments and like I was thinking in the most bleak way. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't think it. Yeah, I didn't think like anything would be great ever again. All my dreams were shattered. I was going to school and I was almost finished. I was going to work as an occupational therapist at the time. Couldn't do that. Um so mm. a lot of things were just caving in and I really felt like my family would be better off without me and Mm. it really hurt Mm -hmm. in such a deep spiritual way like my my soul hurt Mm -hmm. and i so badly just wanted to disappear um thinking that they would get over it and in the end they would have a better life Mm -hmm. and i truly believed Mm it and I remember feeling like I was just buried in a hole, you know, like that, like, symbolically, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't climb out. Hole that
1: nobody can describe. Exactly. Yeah. I got you. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And so my doctor had given me a bunch of pills to manage my lupus and the pain. Mm-hmm. And so I had some, you know, narcotic opiate pills Uh and I took. Thank you for not saying the name. (laughs) uh, Right. And I um, took a handful and Mm. it should have, it should have done the job. I don't know how it didn't. You were Um, meant to be here, sweetheart. I guess so. I woke up and at first I was kind of pissed. I'll be honest. Mm. Yeah. And then my husband was just beside Mm. himself. He was, he had so much hurt and sorrow and the fact that I would leave him. And and he's like, you have no idea what that would do to me. You have Mm. no idea. And, you know, everybody says like, it's, it's selfish to do this, but really like I was feeling like I was doing the right thing for other people.
1: And that's what suicide really is in the mind of the person doing the suicide, which is what nobody talked about. Mm-hmm. And it totally, opinion.
0: it totally made sense to me. I mean, it honestly made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was already formulating my next plan, which I won't share because I don't Thank want you. to give, I don't want <laughs> right. to give people, you know, an idea. No, absolutely um, not. But, I did come up with another plan and I was going to do it. And then I just realized, you know, I was thinking how spontaneous that situation was Mm -hmm. and how obviously I didn't have control over it. Like I thought I did how, if my brain is tricking me in that way, maybe I am wrong. And I decided, okay, fine, I'll go talk to somebody. Cause you know, if you're gonna kill yourself, um
1: That's the worst thing you can do, talk to somebody. Like no. right.
0: You might as well. I mean, what, what's the worst that's gonna happen? But mm-hmm. I did put I did put it off because I was so afraid that if I told them the truth, they were gonna walk me up or, you mm-hmm. know, put me on all these zombie medications, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but I was so devastated and not a part of my family, and very much a burden. I thought um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do any of the things I normally did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was weepy all the time, um, and you know, I'm just introverted in myself. Not. Not contributing, mm-hmm. so I did go to the doctor to get help. Yeah, which is, so which, glad
1: is which is why I'm still here. <laughs> absolutely I'm so glad. What about um, you? Oh God, uh, <laughs> you I know. know I'm start with you What's therapy. Let me start with the suicide part. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go with the suicide part. So, you know, my depression got that bad. I was made. Um, which you wouldn't think that would happen when you're married, because you're happily married. But fortunately I wasn't. Um, I got to a point where I just couldn't handle it anymore all the responsibility, the stress, everything. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it anymore. Her husband, who nothing I could do was good enough. Um, my path, you know, my my growing up and everything added to that. I just got to a point one day where I just took a bunch of my medications that I knew I shouldn't, and I just took a handful of each. And for some reason, I woke up in an emergency room. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband at that point said he was really pissed off that I was so self-centered, and it was up to me whether I wanted to be locked up or he would get me out of the emergency room. Wow. Um So at that point, I was in the mind frame already that I didn't want to embarrass my husband or his family. So here we go. And right. uh, we left, and <clears throat> it wasn't much long after that though, that I started talking to my PCP about my you know different things I was dealing with and connecting a new. you know, I'm looking for a therapist, and you know, that was not the first time that that happened for me in my life mm-hmm. but Thank God I did, because it helped me grow even more than I mm-hmm. had before and helped me make the decisions that I had to make, you know, leaving an abusive husband, X, Y, Z. Um, so therapy and psychiatry to me is literally life-saving. Mm-hmm. It literally is, you know, You take different aspects of your life and compile them together. And after so long, there's only so much you can handle as one individual. You need to have someone to talk to about it to help you know how to handle all of it.
0: Especially if you are somebody who has a chronic illness already. Mm -hmm. Because your trauma is a direct. Yeah. mm -hmm, Yeah. And it can cause you to be sicker if you have underlying issues that are causing stress and anxiety and depression. And Mm -hmm. so it's good to,
1: um,
0: handle the mind, body and the spirit.
1: Absolutely. Don't neglect it. I promise you it's not worth it. Yeah, I did it. I've done it many, many times. It is not worth it. Well, when I first, you have to give any, it doesn't matter. Anyway, yes, please go. When
0: I first, um, went to my PCP and I said, you know, this is what's going on. Um, I'm embarrassed to tell you this, but, and she said, Oh, please don't be, you know, don't be embarrassed. You have lupus. Mm -hmm. Um, Chronic depression pretty much goes hand in hand with any chronic condition. Um, Most people struggle with it at some point. And, and
1: that.
0: <sighs> Yeah. And so that made me feel a little bit better. And she said, you know, you need to go talk to this person. And it took me months, but I finally did. Mm-hmm. And I remember like my stomach was in knots and I had butterflies in my chest and mm-hmm. I just, I felt so stupid walking in there. Like I just did not want to be there. And
1: did you feel like you were the only sane one in the bunch, or was it just that you just didn't feel right there?
0: I felt like I was walking into like a wolf's den or something, like (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like it was not going to be a good situation, you know? So, yeah, so I walk into his office, and he was the kindest, uh. Well, let me tell you, the first thing he did is he said to me, you know, I am, you know, you and I are a team. I want to do anything I can to help you. We're going to work together and Mm -hmm. we're going to make, we're going to make you feel better. And he was so like, his eyes were so kind. He looked right into my eyes. He was so sincere Mm. and that's it, immediately. I was like, okay, I like this guy. He's <laughs> great. You know? And I mean, he helped me that first visit and That's I thought, to, awesome. yeah. And I thought to myself, what took me so long to get here? Like, seriously, <laughs> like, why did I wait so long? And I'm telling That's- any, everybody who's listening, listen, I'm telling you now, if you're struggling with any of this and You're worried about going, Mm -hmm. just please bite the bullet,
1: bite the bullet, please, please, please. I
0: feel so much different now. I am not the person I was then. I haven't even gotten close to that person. That black hole is in you know, somewhere in the in the distance. It's a
1: Neptune right now, as far as I'm no, <laughs> Nowhere near me. Nothing I fear.
0: <laughs> I don't fear it anymore. Um, really, just please do it. You will be amazed at how much better your life
1: can get. The weight that is lifted off once you have a appropriate therapist, psychiatrist, depending on the person, the weight that is lifted off of you, you're not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. And this is, it takes time, it takes dedication, especially from your side. But I'm serious, if you put forth it, you're going to be amazed at, at, at the techniques and, and the ways they're able to help you to, to deal with the depression and all of your, last, your your life experiences and stuff. They are truly amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I I really truly believe that my psychiatrist helped me more than any of my other doctors. And I'm the same way. Yep. I started this journey because of my chronic illness. Um but a lot of it is tied to mental illness as well. And we have to acknowledge that our entire body, our our mind, our spirit, our body, all of it needs to be treated. We have to be okay. treated. Yeah. So and please, just, yeah. just please
1: and, go. And just because you may have mental illness that doesn't make you a black sheep, that doesn't make you an outcast, that doesn't make you an outsider or whatever, what do you want to use for that? It doesn't. Exactly. No. It's the getting the treatment, getting help, applying it to your life. No one will notice unless you let them super close and you open yourself up to them. You know, that's what a good psychiatrist and therapist does, is help you to adapt and to deal with what has happened to you in your life. Exactly. I mean,
0: if you were diabetic, you would take shots of insulin. So, you know, it's the same thing. It's It's a medical issue, and you just need to deal with it. That's all. And when you do, you will feel so much better.
1: I promise you, you find the right one, you will feel um, so much better if you apply yourself. I've done it so many times with wrong and right. I can promise you, when you find the right, you will right. If you apply yourself 100%, you will be amazed. You will be amazed. So, Al Yes? What is the question of the week this week? Oh, the question of the week this week. Is very good and kind of ties in with what we're talking about today a little bit. But do you find it difficult to have, uh, to trust others because of your chronic illness? I can definitely say yes to that one. Yeah? And Yes, I can. What about you?
0: Well, elaborate. Please tell us.
1: <laughs> well, when you have chronic illness, it's considered a lot of times invisible. Right. So unless you have true friends, true family, whatever your acquaintances, whatever, who are really paying attention um, and want to understand, the rest of the world is pretty much going to be it's fake news for the most part. You right. bullshit, you know, you were fine yesterday, but today now you're lagging for some reason. You're saying that you have this issue, but yesterday you could climb a freaking mountain. Right. You know. Yeah. So that's been my experience with that is it's really hard to trust people because at first they're like, oh, that's, all. you know, I get that. It's really cool. But, you know, as, it, as time goes on, it's, that it's fake, it's bullshit, you know, whatever, because they don't understand that it goes in strings, it goes in cycles, it goes in spoons, however you want to put it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I've had the same issue with people not believing. Mm -hmm. um, They think I'm using it as an excuse or, you know, that I'm flaky because they can't depend on
1: me. Um, Because that's the one excuse you want to (laughs) use.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they'll be like, you you weren't sick yesterday, but now you're too sick. Or, you know, like canceling on people is the big Mm -hmm. thing. And they start to not believe you and they start to make you feel like, uh, you're just somebody who doesn't care about them. And mm-hmm. I think that's the worst. And then they start treating you different and you can't trust the situation. You can't trust them under those circumstances.
1: Mm. So, yeah. Cause they it, don't trust you. So nope. it has to be both ways. Right. If it's exactly. a true friend, they're going to believe you. They're going to trust you. They're mm-hmm. going to seek you out. Exactly. And support yeah. you. But if it's Somebody else who's just like, well, you're just constantly canceling on us because for whatever reason, well, you know, it kind of makes it clear to you at some point they don't care or they don't care to get it, one or the other.
0: Exactly. So, yes, it is hard to trust.
1: (laughs) The answer
0: would be yes.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay, so you guys know that we're on social media, we have a Facebook page, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. You can find all the links in the description here, as well as some extra resources uh, to get some help. If you have suicidal thoughts, if you have depression, if you're looking for someone to talk to, to help mm-hmm. get you connected with someone locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we're on Facebook. If you want to talk to us privately, send us a message. We'd we're be happy, happy to help, help you you We out. can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So um, don't be afraid to open up, and those resu- resources will be there for you as
1: well. Absolutely.
0: And what is
1: the topic of next week? Oh, uh, crap. I got to do that this week? Okay. So <laughs> the topic for this, for next week, will be uh, quite interesting, actually. I'm looking forward to talking about this. Um, how do you handle romantic relationships? You are chronically ill Well that is going to be
0: a fun topic <laughs> I think we are going to enlighten
1: A lot of people right
0: now <laughs> Well yeah because it can pertain to Relationships that are already together It can pertain
1: to dating it's like, oh, that's why I haven't been late in
0: 25 years. Got it. <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. And guys, you can leave your questions too. Uh, please Any, do. Anybody, and, yeah, please. we love it. We would really, we really love your do. questions. Um, but if you want to add some questions or comments on anything we've already done or questions for next week's topic on mm-hmm. relationships, uh, you know, join in on the fun. This is for you. Absolutely. So we want you to to have a lot of fun here.
1: Absolutely. uh, you know, when you're facing your questions, if you have a question for me, okay, feel free to specifically ask. I mean, if it's random to you, we don't care. Feel free to ask them. We want to be here to help you. In any way, shape or form. If you're a teenager and you feel like well you guys are me, what the fuck do you know? (laughs) Guess
0: what? (laughs) We can help. Yes we can. Yes (laughs) we can.
1: There we go. Um, And if
0: we can't help, we know people who can.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So, as always, remember you are not alone.
0: So, we have this wonderful quote this week, which absolutely goes with what you just said, that you're not alone. Mm Mm-hmm. It is from Winnie the Pooh. Uh. It is about Eeyore, who is many people's favorite, and we all know that he is quite depressed. Mm -hmm. The quote says, One awesome thing about Eeyore is that even though he is basically clinically depressed, he still gets invited to participate in adventures and shenanigans with all of his friends. They Mm -hmm. They never expect him to pretend to feel happy. They never leave him behind or ask him to change. They just show him love.
1: And that's what you need to do. Love is always the answer. Kindness and understanding is always the answer.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) So just remember
1: Eeyore, a champion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I hope everybody stays
1: safe. Stay inside. Mm -hmm. As hard as it may be, I promise you to stay inside, the better it is. The more we stay inside, the better it is. That's right. uh, I know as hard as it is, just remember that you are not alone. So stay safe, Spoonies.
0: See ya. See ya later.